It's February. Can you even believe it's February? Already. Already? (laughs) February 2021? What? I can't. I know. It's just... We're rolling. Flying by once again. Yep. All right. Welcome back to Extra Shot of Leadership. Kimberly, how are you? What is going on? It's another great day. I'm sassy again. I love it. You're bringing the energy. Yes. Yeah, I'm all pumped up. I've had another great night of sleep, and I am ready for another leadership conversation. And I think we are going to talk about my favorite topic. Oh, what is your favorite topic? (laughs) What is it? I'm on the edge of my seat. What are we talking about today? Well, it's just about things that I love to talk about, like positivity, motivation. So (laughs) it is another year, right? I think we promised we were not going to talk about, didn't we say that somewhere? Yeah, well, don't never say never. (laughs) (laughs) Because the deal is, it's 2021. We're already in the second month. COVID isn't gone. It's still here, right? And it's kind of looming out there. And it can loom across your team, right? Oh, and it's gosh. just like, oh my gosh, we're going to do this again, mm-hmm. or our work is going to be looking like this for the rest of the year. Mm-hmm. And so it can cause the, you know, a little bit of, it can bring the team down because it's just like, this is not our norm, yeah, right? So how, as a leader, how do you stay positive? How do you keep your teams positive? Man, I think you're right on the money. I will tell you, uh, you know, we did have a lot of episodes about positivity. I think we did four last year. <laughs> They're like, that wasn't that enough? No, <laughs> no, it's not. And it was this year, I think it was early in January, maybe it was the second week of January. And I, man, I felt it. I felt in the dumps. I, I remember sitting in my office and having a colleague come in and I just remember looking at him just like, I don't know if I can keep doing this. <laughs> and granted, I know we have to. It's not a question of yeah. whether or not, you know, you can or can't. But I could really feel the drag of things not being quote unquote normal. Mm-hmm. Or new or fresh. It's yeah. just like, oh, here we go again. Now I zipped up out of it. I, I am zipped Good out for you. of that. Yeah, I Good. didn't let that last long. All right. So how'd you get out of it then? Oh, I, let me tell you. Last year, different year. This year, different year. I'm all about what are we going to do different? I'm not that person who does the same thing. (laughs) Although I do have some traditions. We talked about our family traditions. But Mm -hmm. this year, I am still focused on maintaining positive attitude, energy, bringing it every day. I think it is so important. We'll talk about why it's important. But for me, I'm focused on who am I hanging out with? Where am I spending my time who am I talking to? Who am I listening to? And what are we talking about? Ah, all right. That's good. Because if you're hanging around those people that are bringing you down. I'm going to the tubes, man. (laughs) I'm going to the dumps. And so I refuse. If I start to hear some of that stuff, I'm like, I will, you know, politely excuse myself from the conversation or just not say anything. I'll just sit and listen. I had one of those conversations earlier, a couple of weeks ago. But absolutely, I'm going to hang out. And I also, my second thing is whatever negativity that I am bringing, I give it boundaries and I am compartmentalizing that. (laughs) And even when I talk to you, I'm like, okay, look, I got to gripe for just a little bit Uh and I'm going to do it for two minutes, two minutes or less, five minutes, somewhere in there. And then I'm done. I'm done with it and it's over with and I'm back on fast track to positivity land. What about you? What are you doing? <laughs> I love that. So it's not, you're not going to dwell on it. Nope. Whatever it is, it's going to be over with quickly. And you're staying in like a circle of trust. Like these are the people that I can go have this conversation with. Yeah. And I'm just, I'm not going to wallow in it. I think in the past I've allowed myself to wallow in the, 
oh man, or did you hear about this? Or why is this? And all that kind of business, or this person did this. And man, I'm over it. I'm like, because it will drain me. It will drain me and it will suck all of the positive energy out. And I've got I got bigger fish to fry. I got bigger things to do. <laughs> I love it. So is that something different from what you would do in the past? For me, what is different is being very clear that I'm, I've given myself that, hey, look, I just got to complain for three minutes. Hear me out and I'll be over it. And I... So it's being very conscious of it. Absolutely. Right? Okay. That's probably what the new part is, is mm-hmm. being very purposeful, deliberate, conscious and saying, I'm just going to do this one little fit. <laughs> Good for you. And yeah. then I'm, I'm done. And then I'm going to focus on more positive things. I love it. Yeah. Love what the, about you? What are you doing? Limiting the negativity. Have you felt any sort of like, Ugh, oh, come on boy. this year? It, you know, I, get, I will say that I have started the year off more energetic, more energized, happier, motivated than I normally do. Yeah. And I'm going to attribute that back to my vision board, my purpose. I figured out what would make me really, really happy this year. And so I think that's one thing. I have that figured out sooner. But then there are some specific things that I'm doing. And one of them is just the exercise. And so I'm reading this book called The Happiness Advantage. I'm not quite ready to recommend it, but I'm in about chapter four now. And it's a dang good book. Awesome. And it's all about the science of does success bring you happiness? Does happiness bring you success? You know, what comes first, the chicken or the egg? Love it. And then... What are some specific? So there's a lot of studies done in this book, and so they study out even like things like exercise. You got to get this book, and I think it'll be a good podcast for later. I love it. Let's both finish the book, maybe. I think it's it's so so good, and so it's really it gets down to the science of this whole vision board and why does that work, and exercise and why does Mm. that work. So. I'm staying with my exercise. I think that's keeping me up and motivated. It just gets me in the right frame of mind, gets my endorphins going. Yeah. And then the other thing is just a alertness, awareness, being very aware of when the negativity is coming after me Mm -hmm. because I have this time of year, February, March, it sneaks up on me and it brings me down. And really, I mean, it just takes my momentum literally almost down to zero Mm. every year for what, the past 10 years? Yeah. (laughs) So I'm really, really like a heightened level of alertness on it. So when it sneaks in, I'm like, wait, that, that, (laughs) that's that thing that takes me down so that I can figure it out real, real quick and get past it. Yeah, keep moving. Mm-hmm. Don't wallow. I, I think mm-hmm. that's for me is is my big focus is do not wallow in the whatever it is, the disappointment, the negativity, that all that didn't go the way I expected or why didn't that happen? And instead really just focus on what did I learn from it and what are we going to go do next? Right. Just keeping it moving forward. So then here we are, Leadership Podcast. Why does it matter? Why does this whole positivity, staying motivated, why does it matter as the leader? All right, look it. You can go and Google impact of attitude on a team. So anybody who's listening right now, just go Google that. Go look it up and you're going to see tons of studies that say attitude has a direct impact on a team. How they collaborate, how creative are they? What kind of, you know, momentum are they even bringing to the day, their work every day? How are they working with others? All of it. So to me, number one, attitude has a direct impact on the team's ability to produce, to produce quality work and to have people wanting to come in the, in the door every day. And so you got to stay focused as leaders, 
attitude. Their attitude, specifically the leader's attitude. Absolutely, because that's what drives the team. I mean, I always say the leader sets the tone. Leader sets the tone from what behaviors they'll accept, what attitude they will accept, whatever attitude you are bringing every day definitely infects the rest of the organization. It's contagious. We talk about how quickly a negative attitude can spread. Mm -hmm. It's the exact same thing. How quickly can a positive attitude spread? That's cool. Why do you think it's important? The same thing. Yeah. Literally. Google it. Yeah. (laughs) You really can't argue with the facts that are out there about positivity, productivity, and all of those things. It just makes it a, a better place to work. For me, when I'm happy, my team's happy, and we're all moving in the same direction, and we're hitting our goals, and we're productive, and we're knocking it out, we're hitting our KPIs, it's just fun. Yeah. Right? <laughs> it makes me laugh. Sometimes, you know, when I'm reading social media or LinkedIn or whatever, you know, somebody will say something negative, and the response is always, boy, you must sure be a fun person to be around every day. <laughs> It's like, here comes the fun bus or here comes the negative bus. Which one do you want to get on? Well, yeah. Who wants to be on the negative bus? All right. What what else? What else did you want to talk about? So that's what's motivating you. Well, I want to know if we're talking about motivating the team, how do you keep the team positive? How do you keep them motivated through 2021? Are there some specific things you're going to do for 2021? And are they different from what you would have done 2020, 2019, 2018? I don't know that they're different for... I have to think a little bit about that. I don't know that there's anything specific that I am doing differently with the team. I'm doing some very different things for me personally because I know that drives my attitude when I show up to work. I loved your comment about exercise. I just got to go back to that one. My One of my kids is is learning to work out more every day and they have worked out for some time. They have extracurricular activities and with COVID, things have changed Anyways, it was really interesting. They started to run on a treadmill and after they'd been running, now it's been a couple of weeks, the response was, I just feel so good afterwards. <laughs> it was pretty cool to see them acknowledge that, you know, not working out and then working out. Uh-huh. So I completely agree. I think that that moving your body and getting some walking exercise, whatever it is, has a direct impact on just how you feel overall. You're going to have to go tomorrow when they do that. You're going to have to say, hey, that's endorphins. Yeah, that's exactly right. <laughs> Look up endorphins. That'll exactly. give them something to do. Yeah, they'll, they'll be so interested. There's no <laughs> doubt about it. Uh, so yeah. specifically with my team, no, I don't think that there's anything. I have to really dig and think, what am I doing differently? You know, I, I strongly believe in celebrating success, celebrating the good things that are happening. And late last year, I started communicating that more globally across our team. And I want to keep that going. I thought that that was very helpful. But I don't have anything different. I think for me, it's what's different in my life that I'm trying to do in order to keep my focus in the right space and then setting the tone across the organization. What about you? Are you doing different things with your team? Before I answer your question on, is there anything different that I'm doing this year, I think I do see you doing something a little bit different. Oh, interesting. (laughs) So you're doing it. Maybe do you notice that you're doing it? It's the, you know, last year we talked about these team building events, right? What are some things you can do to keep your team up? Yep. And we had already decided we are going to do this thing once a month, right? We're going to do this and we're going to do it once a month. And this is what it's going to look like. So going back to this, what I just find this fascinating, this book and all these studies about team building and 
and why does it matter? And it has to it has to work for the the team, right? Yeah, it has absolutely. to be what they want to do, when they want to do it, how often they want to do it. So you had that conversation earlier in the year about do we still want to do this? Yeah. And what did they say? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> or they just don't want to do it as often. That's right. They didn't want it monthly. So what would you, what'd you do? You made a change and now we're doing it quarterly. Yeah. And so I think there is this, it's a difference in being open. What does the team want? What works for them? And then being open to the change and all right, you know what? We're going to change it. So kudos. Yeah. So I appreciate that. I don't know that I kind of consciously thought, hey, I'm going to do this a little bit differently with the team. But, you know, right on the money. I, I think allowing the team to give their opinion, be part of the process. I loved your comment about as the leader, I have to be open to that. I have to go, hey, man, I'm totally cool with that. <laughs> because last year you were not open. You're like, this is happening and we're having it <laughs> once a month. <laughs> yeah, I, I was. there was a, a reason for that as well, right? So it's back to the when do you, when do you not allow the openness? You, there was a reason we needed and you knew we needed it. Yeah, we right? needed it in COVID. We needed that connection in one format or another, right? You know, if you go from, I, I, you know, I, I just think even in my own family, you go from high touch and high FaceTime and, you know, you're seeing each other, you're talking, you're connecting. There's, to go from that to now, hey, you have to socially distance and you're only with the people in your own household. I mean, that's hard to do. You know, in my mind, when I think about last year, oh my gosh, all I can think is I had to do my best of creating opportunities for togetherness, even though it was weird, right? And now you are hearing the theme of I'm over the virtual. I'm over it. Mm -hmm. It's too much. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm how tired many of being more, on camera all day. Exactly. How <laughs> many more happy hours do I have to go to? And I think people got very creative last year. There's no doubt about it in order to create that connection. But yeah, we had to do it. You know, last year we had to do it. And this year, you know, being back in the office, learning how to be back in an office environment safely. And I think we're doing a phenomenal job at that. Now it's just, how do we do that now? What does it look like? And, you know, I, I got to get the weigh in from the team. I'm glad you acknowledged <laughs> that. It's interesting. All right. So yeah. what what are you doing different? So... Listen, this literally is coming in the last day, even in the last hours, because I'm reading through this book, The Happiness Advantage. Yeah. Right. And so they're like, is this a promotion for the happiness? Are you getting kickbacks? What's happening here? <laughs> the author should be sending me some money. But it's just, it's what's on my mind. And so there are so many suggestions that are made throughout that book of how can you, as a leader, bring more happiness to your team? And so there's very specific things that mm. are that I can see of, because of the what the business is that our my team does or our team does, which is, you know, training the organization. And, and so they have classes. And so there mm -hmm. are some specific things that I can do as a leader that would help increase their happiness and their positivity before they go into a class. So nice, I'm actually yeah. going to try. There's specific things, not like with the whole team, but with individuals. Yeah. What's really cool is we track some metrics, uh -huh. right? We track some metrics. And what I want to see is if I'm doing these things throughout the year, does it impact the metrics that we are, we're shooting for? And I'm hoping for a yes. Interesting. You're going <laughs> to yeah. try some new levers. I like it. Yeah, yeah. And it's just little, little positivity things that put a little happiness in someone else's day before they go do something that is a, a task that they need to do for that day. 
I'm a big believer. I have been a big believer really all my life just around being happy, finding happiness. And how do you find happiness? And there have been a couple of things for me specifically. It's As I'm listening to you, I'm like, okay, so let's get a little bit, kind of drill down just a little bit more. You know, when I when I wake up in the morning and I'm facing the day, I I approach the day with an attitude of what what is the new adventure today? What is the surprise that's going to happen today? And I I approach the day with this I'm excited. I'm excited to see what's around the corner versus an attitude of oh boy, I've got another day ahead of me. So I am very deliberate in that. And when I have the surprise, I acknowledge it. I had a surprise. It was a couple of weeks ago now. There was something that I was working on. And out of the blue, somebody sent me a text and just said, hey, I know you're working on this. How did it go? So unexpected. Such a great surprise. And it made my day. It made my day that that person sent me that text. And I just felt so good. And I felt like they're encouraging me. And that's one big thing for me and that I am looking for whatever surprise or adventure in my day and then acknowledging it when it happens. Mm, That's cool. And so that whole, like the thing that happened where they sent you the text and it made you feel good, it probably also made them feel good. It brings me back to to that conversation we were talking about, about the difference between, what was it, um, contagious and infectious. Yeah. So that was, which one was that? Oh, they've infected me. They've infected me. I, I love that article. It's a great article. They infected me with their support, right? Or their encouragement. Now, if I go and I spread that, then that attitude of encouragement and, and support is now contagious with others. Ah, uh, so see, that, that's the whole, that's how it works on the team, right? Absolutely. When the leader does it, it's contagious, right? You it's give infectious. It, it's, or it, that's right. When the leader does it, it's infecting that one person or the whole team. And then when that team goes and spreads it out, then it's contagious. Then it's contagious. And so I think as leaders, you know, I, personally, you and I can talk about positivity all day long because we both <laughs> love it so much. It really is around what is it I as the leader, what am I infecting people with? What is the attitude that I'm bringing every day? And we may have touched on this before, but really, really, how you are feeling is showing up every day on your team, and you have got to think about, what do I want to be infecting this team with? Is it positivity or is it negativity? Is it my words? Is it my face? What is it that I'm doing that people are seeing and that it's spreading? Mm -hmm. Because once it spreads, it's ugly. (laughs) It is. It is ugly. And I want to come back to ugly. But my first question is then, well, how do you know? How do you know what you're spreading? How do you know what you're infecting? That's a good question. I, I think for me, you see it in the results. You see it in the performance. Are you getting, is your team knocking it out of the park, right? Are they, you know, are they cogs in the wheel? Are they just doing what they're expected to do every day in and out? Or are you seeing creativity? Are you seeing new ideas? Are you seeing some enthusiasm? Are you seeing some passion? Are you seeing those things? Yeah. It's not always the the employees, right? It's what the employees are getting from you as the leader. And so, what are you doing every day to drive that passion or that excitement? So I think it shows up in the results, yeah. period. I agree. The results, what are you seeing? What are you hearing? It's back to the whole, do you hear laughter? Do you hear positive vocabulary? What do you hear? Yeah. What do you see? 
Yeah. yeah. Y- you can see it in their face. I All mean, right. when I'm sitting, and I know you're ready to go on the next no, question. Go, ahead. go for it. Uh-uh. It's just, I, for me, it's, I can, I mean, you and I had a conversation earlier a couple of weeks ago, and I remember you popped your head in the door, and my first question to you was, what's wrong? You had a mask on, right? And I really did. I you looked at you. could only see my eyes. I could only see your eyes. And, and I immediately said, what's wrong? And you were like, nothing, nothing, everything's fine, nothing. <laughs> <laughs> and then later on, we kind of round robin. Uh-huh. But I think strong leaders are are paying attention to how their people look, how they sound, what's different from day to day. Yeah, and, I, I, I remember walking away from your office that day thinking, what is it? Like, how... Do like I, it's just from my eyes up. How can she see that? So it it <laughs> irritates me that you're that in tune. But it also it was one of those moments where I was like, ah, oh, okay, something's sneaking up on me. Do I even recognize it? Mm. Right. So it was it was it was a good moment. So I appreciated it. So I want to go back to ugly. Right. I want to go back to the ugly. ugly. That's ugly. So, right, you're a positive leader, you're being infectious, you're being contagious, or you're making it contagious, but there's that one person mm-hmm. that you're not able to infect. Mm-hmm. However, they may be infecting other people negatively. That one person, what do you do as the leader? What do you do about that one person? In my experience, I have had that one person and you know, the conversation is, listen, I don't need you to be happy about this. Like, I don't need you to go out there and be like, this is the best thing ever. <laughs> I love working for Pepper or whatever it is, right? What I love this change or I love how we're running our business. You know, I, I don't need you to go out there and be a cheerleader. But I also don't want you to go out there and be a naysayer. I, I need you to just be can you do that for me? Can you, and that is, you know, that conversation was with someone who was an informal leader mm-hmm. and I, I needed someone who didn't always distract or didn't always bring the criticism or the why that's not working. I needed the person who could be supportive and if they could, that would be great, right? Uh, who could potentially share, hey, here's some highlights or here's some things to look forward to. <laughs> But if that was too much, right, I was, I was asking too much, it was, can you just, can you just show up? Mm-hmm. I just need you to show up. So it's really, it, it was a setting of an expectation for what you expected when it comes to this thing right here, attitude, whatever. Yeah. I think as leaders, we've got to identify our naysayers and mm-hmm. we've got to say, that doesn't help, mm-hmm. right? There's a lot of stuff going on here in this big, you know, department or this big spaghetti pot. There's yeah. a lot of stuff going on. There's personal lives going on. There's work trying to be done. And that that you do right there, that does not contribute positively to this big spaghetti pot. Yeah. You know? It makes me think about the the conversations we've had about setting expectations on the work, the task, the technical stuff, and setting expectations on the behaviors. And what are the behaviors that drive our work? attitudes and things like that. I think that's that's good. Yeah, you, you got to be, you got to say something. And I think sometimes leaders, you know, we can get into a whole feed, feedback episode. I think sometimes as leaders, we're, we're hesitant, right? We kind of wait thinking that it'll just go away. It will not go away. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, yeah, it won't. That's what I want to know. So you had the conversation. You're like, hey, this is what I need at a minimum. Did it work? It worked. Wow, nice. It worked. Okay. It worked. And it's not a one-time event. I mean, I think that's the other thing, right? Is, you know, we all have our disposition. We all have 
where we lean. And so with that person, I, I knew where they leaned and it was more on the the negative side, right? The what wasn't working side or let me tell you all the bad things. And it's a gentle conversation, gentle mm-hmm. conversation when it needed to happen. You know, it was kind of like, yeah. hey, can we touch base again? Because here's what I saw in there. I saw you know, rolling of the eyes, or I saw a sigh with, you know, your arms crossed and am I reading you wrong or is there something else going on or is this all related to what's happening on the team? Uh, I think that is so important that there is a conversation to take place to say, this does not help. Mm-hmm. We've got a, we've got something we're trying to accomplish here and you're great at what you do, but I need a little bit of a change right? Uh, you know, the dial needs to change just a little bit on the attitude. And let's talk a little bit about it. Here's what I'm seeing. Yeah, because you, you can see that there's there's teams sometimes that have like long-term employee and they are cranking it out. You can count on them that that work is always going to come in on time mm-hmm. and on target. But the attitude over here is, is a bit of a problem. And so I'm going to go a little bit deeper. All right. So you had one, you had the conversation, it picked back up or it worked. The minimum was met. What do the leaders do for the, I've had the conversation and the minimum isn't met, right? It just keeps going. Then what? It's a good, to me, this is a very good conversation. And I think at the very surface level, the conversation is, can you do without them, right? Mm -hmm. That's a basic, basic conversation. Can you do without them? And oftentimes it's no, right? Mm -hmm. They're providing some sort of service or function that is, we really, we, we need this. And so then the next question is, well, what can you get, what can you get by with, right? I, I don't really like that conversation, but that really is the, the next, what can you accept, right? What can you afford to allow to continue? And what is the, where is the contagion, right? I, I do like that infect and contagious because I think some of the conversation is, can you head off the contagion? Can you create bumpers or barriers around this person or people in order not to promote that attitude outside or or further. Yeah. I, and I think sometimes you can create bumpers. I think you can limit exposure. You can limit the relationships and the connections. And so I, I do think that that you have to be very strategic in that. But I would not give up on giving the feedback. I would continue to give the feedback and continue to provide insight on, let me give it to you this way. Okay, let me try it this way. Okay, let me show you this way. Because for whatever reason, the first, second, third feedback discussion, it just didn't get through. And there's there's opportunity, right? It's either growth, it's time, it's desire. You know, in our previous episodes, we talked a little bit about what's important to you. And I think I think it's that person also needs to understand what's important to them. Right. And, and really helping them understand this is a limiting factor in your career progression. Yeah. Or in your overall professional progression. Yeah. Do they care about that? that exactly. Yeah. I just, I don't know. I think about the, I'm like, I got this person in my mind. Luckily, they're not on my team. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this person. And, you know, my, my husband has always said, ah, oh, stick your hand in a bucket of water and pull it back out and see how long it takes the water to go back together. That's how long it'll take them to get over you. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> and so I just think about like when you say, you know, can you do without them? I'm like, man, that's a, a big conversation. Can mm-hmm. you do without them? Because I'm feeling like it may not be ideal to be without them, but can we do without them? We always figure it out. Mm-hmm. 
So it's like, can you deal without them? And or what else could what how else could you do it? Because let's just say they win the lottery tomorrow, right? That's and they're right. going to be gone. Right? That's right. How can you do it? So anyway, that's one thing. But I want to go back to what you were well, talking about. Well, so go let ahead. me, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm sorry I interrupted it's you. Right. And I think the question is, can you do without them now? Now, right now. Yeah. yeah. And if not, if if not, all right, what's the plan? Yeah, that's right. What's the longer term? And oftentimes the answer, you know, when people say, no, I can't do without them, it's, well, of course you can. I mean, I love the not bucket, right now. Yeah. but it's like not right now. It's a pinch point for me or it's, oh, it would be too painful in order for me to restaff or post or whatever it is for a, a select a new candidate. Mm-hmm. But I think that's a great kind of next step in that, next layer to that conversation. I love that in terms of the the bucket of water and how quickly can they do without you. Yeah. So anything else on your team, positively motivating them, 2021, what can we do? Any of that that you would add? Recognize if you're in a funk and make a change. You know, I, I always love the the the, the uh, quotes that say, you know, you expect things to change, but you're doing the exact same thing. Mm-hmm. If you That's want something insanity. to be different, yeah, if you want <laughs> something different, you got to make an effort to make something different. You got to go do something different. So if you're in a funk, figure it out. Get Get different. So that's the big question. That's the the BQ, right? Our BQ is, am I in a funk? Mm-hmm. Is there too much noise? If there's too much noise, you know that's impacting your team, period. I like it. Thanks for listening. Those of you who are listening and who are dialed in with us, you're subscribing with us, thank you so much for being a subscriber. Thank you for listening this week. We hope you enjoyed this episode, talking a little bit about clearing the fog, driving the right environment, ensuring that your people are producing and are performing at the level that you would want them to. That's right. Then go share this podcast. Share it with your friends. Share it with your leadership circle. Just share it. Hit that share button and then come back and hit the other button, the subscribe button, the one that'll put us in your feed every week. And then come back again for an extra shot of leadership.